0: Have you ever been in a toxic relationship? Doesn't matter if it's with friends, romantic relationship, or with yourself. Have you ever lost your identity because you thought you needed to change for a man or a woman or to fit in a relationship or whatever it was? Well, today's topic is a pretty hard one to be honest, to talk about. It's about toxic relationships. And I'm going to be telling you about my experiences with like friends, loves, etc. Obviously, I'm not going to talk about all of my love stories because then I wouldn't have enough time, first of all. And then second, I wouldn't have more material to tell you guys in the next episodes. So I'm just going to focus on one specific relationship or two actually. And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Here we go. One, two, three. Hola, hello, everyone. It's your host, Sabrina. And welcome to the Pretty Sure Podcast, where we'll talk about everything from travel, dating, to expat life, and everything in between. With new guests and topics each week, we'll get advice, some insights, and talk about things I'm pretty sure you've all experienced at one point or another. Sometimes all we really want to know is why, what does it mean, and am I the only one, See, I felt alone many times in my life, but I've gotten through it all by having my friends at my side. So I want you to think of me as your new best friend. We'll laugh together and maybe even overthink a little, but we'll have a damn good time at it all. So get ready guys, cause here we go. Welcome back guys to Pretty Sure. I am actually pretty nervous to record this episode. I'm not going to lie. I think I've deleted it. Uh, three times maybe. Started and deleted, started and deleted, but this one's the good one. I hope I'm going to manage to keep my composure and yeah, just tell you guys about my experience. So first of all, before I start talking about toxic relationships and I give you the quote that I chose for this week's episode, I want to... Say thank you to every single person that's been listening, every single person that's followed me on Instagram, that sent me a kind message saying that they really love the content that I'm putting out, the episodes. I just really want to thank you because I don't know if I've mentioned this before in one of the episodes or if it was on my Instagram, but when I started this a month and a half ago, I was not confident about my voice. I honestly hated hearing my voice when it was recorded. I did not enjoy it whatsoever. It was not fun. It I don't know. I just didn't like it. I always ask people, oh my God, now like let let's re-record this if it was like a video or whatever. And through recording these episodes, I've actually gained a lot of confidence. I now willingly go on lives on my Instagram page and started an Instagram TV series, which I will be telling you about in just a minute. Back to my point. If anyone is trying to start a podcast or thinking about it, definitely, definitely 100% recommend it. You guys should really go for it. Who cares what other people think, honestly? And it's great. It's like a cathartic, cathartic experience. And it's kind of like journaling, but better because you actually say the thoughts out loud, right? Anyway, it's amazing and I just wanted to thank every single person of this community. I appreciate you and I'm so thankful to have you and that people actually like what I'm doing because honestly, I'm living for it and it makes me just all the more passionate and excited to keep thinking of great content ideas and topics and trying to find guests. So yeah, we have a lot more of those coming and I'm excited because this is the first episode after, I want to say like a couple, three, four that I did with other people, but this is like the first one back on myself. So yeah, I'm excited. So now the second piece of news I wanted to say is if you've been listening and if you've been checking up Instagram, you knew that it was mental health awareness week last week. And first of all, I just want you to know I did not plan it it was completely by accident. I had recorded these two episodes last month. So back when I first started recording and the one with Coco wasn't even supposed to be mental health. Like it was just fashion and gaming. But since that was like the underlying topic and then with Jess as well was solely focused on mental health, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do a special and see what happens. And coincidentally, it happened to actually be the official mental health awareness week. So super fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I know that mental health should be talked about and celebrate. Well, not necessarily, yeah, celebrated. I'm just going to say it. Celebrated every single day, every single week, every single month. But I'm super happy that people are now starting to actually dedicate a full week to create awareness because the more that we talk about it, the more that we talk about these problems we have, situations we're in and stuff the more it starts being normalized and people can start, you know, feeling less bad about needing help or, you know, reduce the stigma of like, oh, I'm crazy, you know? So first of all, that's that. Second of all, if you haven't mentioned it before, but I actually started an Instagram TV series called Pretty Sure I'm Keeping It Real on my Instagram. So if you want to follow that at Pretty Sure Podcast and every single week, I do an episode, I want to call it a bonus episode or an extra episode of maximum 15 minutes, try to keep it between 10 and 15 minutes where I get different guests and we talk about different topics, same concept, but we keep it short, we keep it nice and in video format so you can see our faces, you can interact, and I just found it that it was super curious because I know I have a small following here on the podcast, but some of you guys have found me through Instagram or only follow me on Instagram and I kind of wanted to. Bring that into the experience as well and create a whole package. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I have a lot of interesting guests coming up and the ones that I've already done. So, check it out guys and please let me know what you think. So, now, back to the topic of the day. I was trying to think about a quote or something that I could use to introduce the topic and when doing some research, I found one that was really Fitting. And so here it goes. It's by Oprah, obviously the queen. (laughs) True forgiveness is when you can say thank you for that experience. And I have to say, it's easier said than done. I don't know about you guys, but it's taken me a long time to forgive some of the people that have screwed me over in my life or that have been quote unquote causes of hardships or bad situations in my life. But I'm happy to say. I got there finally, maybe not for every single person, but at least for a couple of the relationships that I'll be mentioning and situations. So I just want to reiterate that the only real way to forgive, to forget and just move on is literally to say thank you for that experience and thank you for teaching me everything you taught me. Even if it was the worst experience of your life, guys, I can guarantee you learned learn something from it. And it's really humbling. It's really, it brings you down to earth and it just makes you appreciate and see how strong you are when you're able to say, okay, that really sucked. Like that was horrible. Worst moment of my life, maybe, but came out stronger, came out better. This is new me. So thankful because if I wouldn't have gotten through X or Y situation, I wouldn't be where I am now. So I thought it was a really interesting one to start off the topic today. And I really hope my mom is not listening to this one because it's, yeah, it's a hard one and I don't think we've ever openly talked about what I'm going to say in this episode. I haven't really talked about it with anyone, maybe just one of my friends. And this was, I'll tell you in the story, but this was basically because she had taken me to see kind of like a healer that she was seeing. I don't know how to explain this. And this healer basically told me, oh, you're holding on to a lot of pain from the past. Like it's this relationship, blah, blah, blah. It's this guy. And so obviously my friend was there because she was helping me translate and I kind of had to tell her about it. And then I just felt compelled to tell her the entire story and we talked about it and it was interesting. But yeah, other than that, I don't think anyone really knows the story that I'm about to tell. Oh my God, sorry. I just had breakfast and so, you know, hiccups. Anyway, so toxic relationship. I have had my fair share. Friends, love, you name it. But today's focus, I feel like I want to leave it at toxic love relationships. Here goes. Here's my story, guys. So I, f- my first boyfriend I had when I was 14. It was a really interesting story. I... Met him because he was the son of one of my mom's best friends. And, you know, they introduced us because they're like, oh, like, we're best friends and you guys are the same age. You're new here, so, like, we should get you guys together, so... Uh, the guy can introduce you to his friends and then you're not so alone, yada, yada, yada. So long story short, we became friends for like a year before we started dating and I didn't even like him at first. He actually, funny story, he had to ask me three straight times to be his girlfriend because I just, I did not, was not convinced and he was not wooing me. And so the last time he asked me, he actually put in a lot of effort, you know, to conquer, not conquer me, Yeah, to just basically make me like him. You know, he... Constantly talked to me. We talked about great stuff. He was like there for me all the time. He was super nice, super sweet. Gave me a lot of attention, and so I ended up saying yes. It was a very rocky relationship, to say the least. It ended quite abruptly. It only lasted three months. I was kind of head over heels for him. I really, really liked him, but he was super insecure. And the thing is, this was right when I had lost like 13 kilos, and I was like best shape of my life. Whatever. I was like this 14 year old honestly, I'm going to say this. I was hot. And so he, he was like, I really liked him. He was sweet. He was cute. He was good looking, but he didn't feel that way himself. And so in the back of his mind and his friend's mind, it was always like, Oh, she's probably going to cheat on you or something. Or like, you're not worth it. Stuff like that. Right. Which was the furthest from the truth. Like if you would have asked my friends back in the day, nobody understood. They were all like, what are you doing with him? I was like, I just, I really like him, you know? And I like never in my life would have cheated on him. I was literally head over heels. And so he started being super jealous because I had a lot of guy friends, but they were guy friends for a reason, right? Like I was never going to do anything because if I would have wanted to, I would have already been with one of them. He never understood that. He got super jealous. We started fighting a lot. We ended up breaking up. Both devastated. I think I cried for like an entire week. I'm not even entirely sure. We kind of got back together after a couple of months, but it wasn't official because I didn't want anyone to know. He didn't want anyone to know because, you know, like his side of the story, I broke his heart. My side of the story, he broke my heart. And so everybody hated like him and me. So, yeah, we kept it a secret and it was it was like nice. Until it wasn't. (laughs) And he, you know, he started seeing someone else. He never told me. And then, not proud of this, but he started cheating on one of his girlfriends with me. At first, I didn't know. And then I was still head over heels, so I did not care at the moment. And then, obviously, I... The thought it through, ended it. Then he came back a couple of months later and he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I broke up with her. I still love you. I still miss you. Can we try it again? And then we do it again. Like, we try it. Obviously, it's a secret. Nobody ever knew except, like, his friends because I didn't care. A side of his friends, not even his entirety of his friends because he was very popular. And then it turned out, like, a couple of weeks later that he had a girlfriend and... Same thing, hell broke loose. i let him, we'd fight, stop talking for a couple of months and he'd come back. Long story short, it basically believed him for the longest time that he absolutely loved me, couldn't live without me. And yet, you know, he would always have a girlfriend when he was trying to hit on me and trying to get back with me. I didn't know, I ended up finding a bit later because he hid it really well. We didn't live in the same city, so it was pretty easy for him to hide it. That was the beginning and that was my first toxic relationship. He literally broke my heart. Like it was, it was that. And then after him, I didn't date for the longest time because obviously I moved to Germany. And then I moved back to my hometown, well, not where my parents were living. And then I tried to finish high school really fast to get out of there and move to Mexico City because I didn't really like the city where my parents were at. And I, sorry, I wanted to go back to live in the city with all my friends in Mexico. So basically I didn't date anyone for like, I'm going to say three years. And then I moved to Mexico City to start college. First year, I was living the life, best time of my life. And then <sighs> this guy came into my life. Looking back at it, I should have known he was trouble, like the song said, like the song by Taylor Swift said. I should have known he was trouble from the start. But I was just so happy that, you know, super hot, tall, just like perfect guy was into me that I was like, eh. No red flags here. So basically, this guy, um, turns out I remembered a while after I had met when I was, like, 14, clubbing, don't judge. And he tried to hit on one of my friends. Like, they started trying to kind of dating. But it never really took off because he um, he had a child. He was, like, five years older than us. So my friend was... 16 at the time and he was, I think, uh, 19 or 20. I'm not entirely sure. Anyway, he already had a child with his ex-girlfriend and my friend was like a bit conservative and she was like, I'm not into that, bye. And so we stopped talking, like me and him, for I think like five years. I honestly did not know who he was when he texted me. He randomly just messaged me on Facebook and he was like, hey, so I have this work thing. I know it's super random because we haven't talked in ages, but trying to find someone to accompany me. I've literally exhausted my entire friend list. And I was hoping maybe you'd want to go. Like, it's a super cool event with a magazine. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know what? Why not? Um Sounds like a fun experience. I'm trying to be a yes man type of person at the moment. So sure, let's do this. Basically, it didn't end up happening because it happened at the same weekend as my mom's birthday. And, you know, back in the day, me and my mom weren't really close. We weren't really friends. And she used to... Kind of ground me, even though I didn't live with her anymore, Um, where my dad and I lived like in another city and I was 18 at the time. But yeah, she used to ground me and she was like, I'm going to take your car away. Whatever. So I had to stay and celebrate my mom's birthday and I couldn't go to meet this guy and go to that party again. But somehow I felt like a pull towards him. And even though I never went, I still texted him and we decided to meet up. He was super hot. I was like, wow, I'm so into this guy. He's so interesting. Obviously, he was older, was my first older guy because I was—I had only dated, you know, like same age as me, my friends or whatever. So I was like, oh my God, this guy, like this 25-year-old guy is so into me. I cannot even, like, I love this, whatever. So yeah, immediately after that, this is the first red flag, ladies and fellas. So if a guy or a girl immediately after meeting you for the first time is like... Let's be in a relationship now. I really like you. That should be a red flag because, and I do believe in love at first sight, and I do feel like you can fall for someone really quick. I still think you need to keep not a distance, but like a certain amount of time to get to know the person, even if you know deep within you that that's the one you want to spend your life with or that's the one you want to be with. You still need to get to know the person, and you can't right off the bat say, oh my god, I really like you so much, let's start dating right now. Because obviously there's always this one person that is more into the other person, but you kind of have to let the other person catch up with you. So anyway, this guy was like, yeah, let's get in a relationship. You're super hot, you're super cute, I like you, your personality, whatever. And I didn't consider this as a red flag because I didn't know any better. I had only had one boyfriend in my entire life, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, Let's do this. Why not? So we started dating. We still weren't in a relationship, though. I kind of held off a bit. we started dating, and here comes the second red flag. He came over to my apartment building once. We were watching a movie because, like, the apartment complex had a cinema. And we were, like, watching a movie. We were waiting for his best friend and his girlfriend to come over because we are going to do a double date type of thing. And... Second red flag. He was like, um, I'm just not entirely convinced that we can be together. Like, I really like you, but I think maybe the age might be a factor because like I love to have my girlfriend, you know, be with me all the time, go out like, yeah, we can go out, we can take turns going out with our friends. But like, I like, you know, you know, to spend like the weekends with me, not necessarily in like this apartment or whatever, but like, you know what I mean? And so I'm not entirely sure you're going to be up for it because you seem like, you know, you like your independence, whatever. Did not see this as a, as a red flag. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, totally. Like I can do this. It's going to be fine. There's no problem. Amazing. Whatever. You can count on me. Like I'm so into this. I'll do whatever it takes for us to work because I'm super committed. So we, ended, we started dating officially after that. I became his girlfriend and then it kind of just went to hell from there. Like, literally to hell. And basically, started showing his true color. He was super jealous. And when I mean super jealous, like, I don't think I've ever met anyone more jealous than this guy. Like, I swear, you guys. So basically, he made me stop talking to all of my guy friends because he was apparently super intimidated. And I don't know what the hell was wrong with me at the time that I accepted. First mistake of mine. Like, what the fuck, Sabrina? You do not do that. Like, if anyone ever tells you, ladies and gents, if anyone ever tells you, stop talking to your friends because I'm intimidated, send that guy or girl to hell because they do not deserve you. But alas, I was young. did not know any better. I was super into this guy. Don't even know why. I was like blinded by whatever. And I accepted. And so I stopped talking to all my guy friends. And then like when I say this was a toxic relationship, I really mean it was a toxic relationship. So I started... Hiding, talking to a couple of my guy friends on WhatsApp and Skype because he did not know that I talk to people on Skype. So anyway, I started doing that. He eventually found out. We had this huge, horrible fight. Uh, We broke up and then I was like, oh my God, please don't leave me. Again, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. He ended up taking me back after, you know, like I showed him that I had deleted everyone and I didn't, I was not going to talk to anyone and like I closed my Skype account. Yeah. So that basically happened. And then it started going even more to hell because I, so he started comparing me to his ex. So he had this like weird trauma where he was like oh my god my ex was the love of my life and she left me and like he would get sad at some point and I was like oh no don't be sad I feel I feel like I had complexes I don't even know what I have I was like oh my god no don't be sad like I'm here baby I love you He was like I know but like it's not the same that happened and then he had weird mommy issues and when I say weird mommy issues he was like so my perfect girl the girl that I have to marry she has to be like super hot because look like my mom was super hot at the time that's why I look so good and you know, appearances are everything because we're a rich family and like everyone's going to know who I am, like I'm in the newspapers, whatever. Yeah, so the person that I'm with has to dress super nice. They have to stay fit. So baby, you have to keep going to the gym. You have to like always wear heels. You have to do this. You have to do that. And I don't know why I listened to him, but I obviously started going to the gym constantly like I did previously. It's not that he changed my whole lifestyle, but I started going more often and focusing more on, like, okay, I need to have a waistline. I need to do this. I need to do that. I was very into blondes, and I've always wanted to be. At that point, I wasn't a blonde. I was a brunette. I had always wanted to be a blonde. And so I was like, oh my God, he likes blondes. I've always wanted to be a blonde. I'm gonna dye my hair blonde. So I did that as well. Stopped talking to all my guy friends. And then eventually, I started not even being myself, you know, because I felt super constrained. I couldn't talk to my guy friends. I couldn't go out. Like I spent every waking minute outside of university and kind of work because I was doing translations with him or talking to him. And he'd like freak out if he'd call me and I wouldn't respond. He'd immediately start texting and be like, "Oh my god, you're seeing someone else. You bitch. Ever what's the, what the fuck's wrong with you?" It honestly just turned into like gaslighting and heavy manipulation. Like I swear he had me wrapped in her under his spell and I don't know how he did that, but he managed really, really well. And it was, it was a hard time guys. Like it was really fucking hard time. I think I cried maybe once a week because we'd always be fighting because he'd want, you know, picture perfect girl, Sabrina. And obviously I could never be that. And just super jealous. If I'd be nice to a waiter, like a man waiter, he'd be like, oh, so now you like him great. You know, stuff like that. Eventually, obviously, it ended. There were so many other things that happened during that relationship, but way too many details. TMI, I don't necessarily need to know. What you need to know is I lost a lot of friends throughout that whole period. I wasn't myself. I would never smile anymore. Had horrible fights with my parents. I'm... I was just so unhappy. So unhappy. I look like shit all the time. Had zero self-confidence in myself. Yeah, it was just a hard time. It took me a long while to you know, be be okay after that whole situation. I even ended up leaving Mexico because of it, because my mom, I mean, I love her and I thank her for this every single day because if not, I wouldn't be here in Paris and living my life and just loving everything and just all that I've learned throughout the years. But she was a bit dramatic and she was like, I'm scared you're gonna do something to help to yourself after you broke up with him. First of all, no, like it wasn't that bad. It was in a bad place, but never ever would have I considered doing something like that. Not saying that if you feel that way, it's not valid. You might have, you know, a chemical imbalance. You might have some situations or stuff you need to deal with. You might need, you know, to find support. It's really important. The same as I mentioned last week in mental health awareness, it. It's not your fault, you guys. Just seek help. But I wasn't at that stage. But my mom, since she had never seen me do something like that and just the whole situation, she was so scared and she was like, you need to leave. You need to go somewhere else that you've always wanted to. You need to try new things, you know. So I moved here and then, yeah, I went through a rough patch. The story of why I told one single person in my life about this whole entire thing, besides you guys that are now going to hear my whole story. I ran into him two years ago. And I thought I was over him. I thought I was over the whole situation. I thought I had forgiven myself. I thought that, you know, I was in a better place. I thought if I ever ran into him, nothing would come of it. And that was a lie. So when I ran into him, I was actually flying out to see my former best friend. Um, I was trying to fly out and see her. I was waiting at the airport. I was texting her and I was also talking to my mom. And then I suddenly see like... You know when you feel like someone's staring at you or like someone's watching you? That's kind of what I felt. So I look up from my phone. And at first I didn't know, like I was trying to focus and find the source of like who was staring at me. And then straight ahead, a couple of feet away was this guy, like this ex-boyfriend of mine with his new woman, girlfriend. I don't even, like I found out later that it was his fiance wife actually at the time, because, okay, first let me get to the story and then I'll tell you why. But basically it was his like fiance wife. And so he sees me, and I register the shock on his face because he was like talking to her, and then he turns and he stares at me, and he kind of like stutters because I could see it, I couldn't hear it, and he turns back and looks at the girl. And I kid you not, I started hyperventilating, like I started shaking. I, I was just like wow, I, like, I don't know what happened. So I text my friend and I was like, you'll never guess what just happened. Like, I, I'm not okay. I don't know what to do. Like, I can't, like, I, you know, so, so bad. So, so bad. And she was like, I'm sure it was not him. It's okay. Calm down. It's fine. Maybe it was someone looks like him. And then the guy comes over again. Like he starts walking because I feel like they were walking through the airport and then he comes back towards me and I saw him again. And I was like, oh my God, no, it's him. Like it's hundred percent him. Holy shit!" And so not over the whole situation. Why is he making me feel this way? This is so bad. I've never felt like this. And I was having like an anxiety attack and I've never had one of those. Like, I swear I was started hyperventilating and I was like, oh my God, this guy. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then he ended up adding me on Instagram after that. And obviously I super blocked him. Actually, I didn't block him at the time. So I took my time. I just let it be dealt through my own feelings forgave myself went through this like therapy person with my friend that's why I told her the whole situation and I let it go finally and I sent him a message and guys let me tell you this was the best decision I've ever made in my entire life without a doubt hands down the best thing I've ever done after I forgave myself and I was like you know what Sabrina you were young you learned from this you're amazing you're stronger much better than you were before whatever I sent him a message and if you haven't done this before, if you have gone through a toxic relationship, a bad relationship, brand relationships, whatever, you are at the point where you're like, okay, I want closure. I want to feel better about this. Send them a message. Don't send a message that needs an answer. Send them a message. And this is what I did. And it was so cathartic and it changed my life because I finally got over that Forget. I sent them a message that said, hey, so I don't know if it was you I was playing down. I don't know if it was you, but I know we might have ran into each other like a couple of months ago at the airport and just wanted to say thank you because thanks to you, I now know what I want from a man and a relationship. I know how strong and capable I am and I know what limits I need to put in place so that what you and I had never happens to me again. I want to thank you for that. And I just wanted to let you know that I forgive you for all the bad things you did to me, for all the shitty treatment. I know it wasn't your fault. It was my fault for letting you do that to me. And most importantly, I really hope for the sake of your wife or whoever you're with right now that you learned and changed from that experience as well, because people deserve better than how you've been treating them. And I obviously don't wish you any wrong of any kind. I don't wish you to suffer. I just wanted to let you know that whatever you do always comes around. So I'd watch your back if I were you. And I just let it go. I sent it and I didn't expect an answer. I blocked him immediately after he was typing. I I just didn't need a response. I just needed to say my truth, say that and move on. And guys, if you learn anything from this episode, which is longer than I expected to be and maybe a little rambly, is first of all, say thanks for all the bad experiences you've had. Say thanks because you've learned from those, you've grown, you've changed, and like I said to my ex... You now know what is not acceptable and non-negotiable moving forward. Also, self-love, baby. Honestly, have the courage to say, I deserve more, I'm worthy, and I am fucking amazing. That's all you need to know. And if you need any help, really reach out to people. Reach out to me even if you want. Just message me on Instagram or Facebook. You have the contact in the description. And just be like, hey, I listened to your episode. I'm going through this. You don't know me. I just need to tell someone and I need encouragement. So yeah, this was an interesting experience. It was a very different episode for me. And I really got encouraged by listening to people's stories that I've been recording, specifically Coco and Jess. They were just so strong in saying their stories. They owned up to it. And I just felt like I needed to do the same because I, I feel like I give off this, maybe not perfect vibe, but people are like, oh, you never get mad. Oh, like you're never sad. Oh, like, but you never go through things. And that's a lie. Cause I really do go through things. I just don't like to say it as often. And I've been getting better at it. I promise. I've been, you know, talking to people that I've met, I've been opening up. I've been telling my friends, you know, whenever I'm not okay, whenever I'm going through something. But yeah, so this is basically an episode to say I've been there, I've grown, and I don't regret anything because I wouldn't have learned that all those things if I wouldn't have gone through that. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this very different episode. I will... Continue doing other solo episodes talking about different things. Um, The funny dating stories are coming up. Don't worry, I have like a book of those basically. And other fun friendship stories are coming, festivals, love, etc. I hope you guys have a fabulous week ahead, fabulous weekend. You're dealing well if you're still in lockdown in your areas or you're feeling lonely or whatever. Please listen to this episode. Reach out to people. If you need any other help, even reach out to me. I'm here. I hope you guys like this episode, like all the episodes I'm doing. And join the community on Instagram because, like I said, I post really good golden nuggets of advice on it. I'm unapologetically me, and I also join TikTok. So I'm uploading a bunch of those episodes, uh, episodes, videos when I do them. And I'm funny, guys. Like, I swear I've done crazy shit. If you wanna see me being ridiculous, if you wanna see extra episodes, <laughs> on instagram tv follow me uh at pretty short podcast and yeah hope to see you guys there hope to eventually meet some of you one day in person and hope everyone's doing fine i wish you love and happiness and peace out everybody